You guys having fun yet? I'm enjoying this. It's just that the food is a little bland. I thought we invited barbecue. Yeah, we did. I meant the other one. The God! Damn! Sauce. Who sauce? That goddamn sauce. Bring the party to your party! With a variety of flavors from pineapple ginger to the original boss of all sauces, the goddamn sauce. The name says it all. Goddamn! So I gotta like be strategic with this joint, so well, you don't you... have super editing mode to do. Why don't you get your B team headphones? Uh, so I can sound like you, Shades of Episode Two. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I tell you Episode Two, dog? Can I tell you Episode Two, man? I was gonna okay. take I was gonna take this to my grave, man. So as you may or may not have known from last the last time I, you know, chimed in, I'm rather zooted when I do these podcasts. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right? That's a given. Okay. I just wanted that to be stated. Uh huh. Episode two I actually had my uh, headphones plugged in, but they weren't plugged in all the way. So you heard all the feedback from my speakers playing. Yeah. But I definitely had the headphones in uh the entire time. Before I realized mm-hmm. that uh, there was no sound going through my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I killed that shit. I was like, yep. This audio quality is awesome. <laughs> we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you. There's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one. Dr. Everything will be alright. Instead of asking how much of your time is left, ask how much of your mind, baby. Cause in this life, things are much harder than To another week at Defcon Jive. This is your boy Cannon, aka Solar Power, because I never run off on the plug. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy Quams, aka Admiral Gatbar. It's a strap. BKA Boom Shaka Laka Flock of Flame. Lockdown uh. Defender of the NCNBA. Uh. Yo, it's your boy Rummy, aka the Thought Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Is everything all right, Beyonce? I'm here. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's your man, Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. Versace Chachi, a.k.a. Young Daredevil, giving these chase hoes the stick, maybe the shaft. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the young boss, man. I smell like money. That's that Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 Yo, can we stop that episode like right now, dog? Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, fuck the hand. Give these chase hoes the stick. You hear me? <laughs> I thought I, I thought I won with the boom shaka laka, man. You, 
You came and ended my hopes and dreams. I tell you, man. I got nothing better to do, man. I got nothing better to do. That's that's what's up. Wow. Yo, all right. Okay. Let me collect myself off of that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm together. Everything's together. Okay. (laughs) So, this podcast... <laughs> this podcast is about hilarity. It's about uh, what life means to us four brothers, five brothers, including Scrap. But the name, Defcon Jive, the question has been posed what does that mean? Kwame, can you tell us what Defcon Jive really means? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's a play on words. You know, you got the Defcon alert system ranging from Defcon 5 which is the uh, lowest state of readiness all the way up to DEFCON 1, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we DEFCON jive, you know, when we step, we one step below, you know what I'm saying, the the, the current readiness alert. Uh, we're all about, as you said, hilarity, ridiculousness, um, but we want to bring that to the masses and bring it to their attention, whether it be, you know, uh, insane politic happenings versus media goings on versus just news that, you know what I'm saying? We think you need to be aware of. So, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's DEFCON job. We're alerting you to the ridiculousness in this society today. Put some respect on our name. I like that. Also wanted to point out, all of us are from Howard. We're all Howard students. We're all around the same age. We all So we all have the same mind state when it comes to a lot of things, which is why we agree on a lot of things, except for Kwame not watching Game of Thrones. Or listening to Freeway, though. And Freeway. Or listening to Freeway. <laughs> Yep. So we have to get Kwame's mind right on that. But we all have, we all would like to showcase a deeper understanding from what America typically believes the black male to understand. Yeah, don't 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 let our intro fool you. You might you might listen to the intro and cut it off because you think that's the high point of the show. Sometimes you may be right because we will <laughs> we will go lowbrow occasionally. You know what I'm saying? But. If you if you read between the lines and listen to the words, you might gain a higher understanding of what we're trying to convey to you. And by lowbrow, Kwame is referencing me and Remy's episode last week about porn versus politics. Look, yo, it was about porn versus politics, dog. Like, I, I, I'm only as good as the subject matter. Listen, that's quality. <laughs> that's quality conversation that you know. What I'm saying we all have to have. You know, there's a mythos about that that we gotta kind of expose a little bit. And it was ten minutes of pure filth. I'd like to point out. <laughs> Thank you, Kwame, for that report and letting everybody know. Now that you know, we can move on to the biggest issue this week. Jesus. Crazy. Which was the surprise passing of the beloved Prince Nelson. This guy, is, Wait, it's, he, it's, it's even hard to put into words. He has a last name? Believe it or not, <laughs> as reported on the news, Prince has a last name. <laughs> it's Nelson? <laughs> Prince Fool Nelson. Got the, got the whole game in a Cobra Clutch. Right. This is pretty um, much it. He was a Titan. He played 19 instruments, and I'm barely coherent on my keyboard. 
not play the master 19 instruments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's be clear. And by keyboard, you mean like computer keyboard? I mean or... computer keyboard. Uh, <laughs> boom, 20 instruments if you include women. Mm. Oh. Mm. 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 Um, well, 21 if you include the men who are in love with them too. Uh, I'm looking at you, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> so, real quick, my mom literally cried when she heard the news. Did, did any of y'all have relatives or anything that that had that type of reaction? My pops is a huge like musical aficionado. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that turned me on to Prince, uh, as well as many other, countless other. You know what I'm saying? Goats and legends and, and all these guys of the sort. Um, my pops didn't cry, but he actually called me and made a point of it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't call me when uh, uh, Dude from Earth, when the fire uh, passed or uh, or Michael Jackson, but he was like, yo, this dude Prince was on some other stuff. And I remember in the 80s and he was just like, he, he felt the need to call me and talk about, you know, this joint, which was profound for him. What about you, Ray? Like, like personally, like Prince, like Prince is a little before my time, you know, so, so like it wouldn't hit me as hard. Not as hard as like the Stu Scott joint, you know what I mean? Cause like I, I didn't really grow up on Prince, but people in my office, like people like my coworkers and stuff like that, a uh, little older, like it, it, it definitely hit them hard. Like I, like I saw a couple people like t- like like take off of work early, which is which is a little wild, wild for me. But like um, I'm trying to learn the guitar, dog, and like I just been going back, like looking at all these Prince, looking at all these like Prince videos, and like and like trying to learn some of his songs, dog, like. The dude is a genius, dog. Like, I don't know how his fingers work. <laughs> Shout out but to like, the 20th instrument. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to that 21st instrument, dog. But, like, pay homage, dog. And, like, and like to build off that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're losing, like, um, well, like we're, we're losing, like, the legends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, like, like Michael, like, like all we, all we really got left is, like, Stevie and Aretha. And Aretha's not really, like, you know the Aretha mm-hmm. that we remember her for, you know what I'm saying? So like respect, you know, respect these artists and stuff like while they, while they here dog. Cause like, as you can see, you know, like it's, it's, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. And real, real quick, we lost another legend today, at least, well, I'll say definitely a Philadelphia legend, but I think a legend for everybody today, we lost Billy Paul, who, you know, as the singer of Mrs. Robinson. The news came out just a few hours ago. Mm. Oh man, that's wild! So he sung "Me and Mrs. Jones." He sung "Mrs. Robinson." Uh, I love his "Ebony Woman" album from 1970. It's just, yes, sir. They're just, they're just going by the day. I mean, we didn't even talk about Fife Dog as far as as far as a hip hop legend. It's amazing. What did Fife pass from? Do we know? Diabetes. Complications of the diabetes. See, dog, this is and this is what I was telling you. I'm saying, y'all, when the news hit about Prince, there is a great disparity between black, I would say, black men specifically, and the doctor. You know, once we, you know, once we get past like our our, our mid thirties and so on and so forth, the the gulf between 
the healthcare that we should be seeking and receiving versus what we actually do, whether it's machismo or, or what have you, it's, it's underwhelming to say the least, like go get yourself checked on a regular basis because a lot of these things, you know, they, they can be caught. You never know. Yeah. Remy, you were saying in the chat that, uh, we men need to go get our balls checked. Pretty much though. Like, like we're, we're, we're getting to be of that age though, where like you have to start doing like old people shit. <laughs> and then, so like, <laughs> like definitely go, uh, you know, get your, get your prostate checked and all that stuff. Like, uh, it, it, it's difficult for me, you know what I'm saying, being a heterosexual man, allowing another, you know, like a doctor or whatever, jump jump inside my anus. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, one of those things that you need to do, man. And uh, definitely, definitely, uh, you know, and take care of yourself. And work out and eat right and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, watch them, <laughs> watch them gummy bears. Pause. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, that's what we're not going to do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I even it out with the tofu. <laughs> I don't think it works like that, but we'll we'll let that ride. You know what I'm saying? Also, tofu doesn't count for anything. It's not anything, dog. Nah, it's like eating cardboard. But it it, it, it counts against you know eating red meat or anything else. So instead of eating the red meat or anything else that would hinder me, you know what I'm saying, physically. You know what so I mean? You eat, you eat cardboard and gummy bears. Okay. <laughs> gummy tofu. Ain't gummy bears. Nah, I can't do that. Ain't gummy bears pork fan. Listen, we're going too deep now. We're going too deep. <laughs> stick to the topics. Let's stick to our, our list and let's go with that. Like gelatin to sneak up on you, fam. Don't, don't do it to yourself. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> so piggybacking off of what was said earlier, we seem to be losing our legends. And they're, they're getting up there in age. They're passing every, every week, it feels like. So the question became, are there new legends in... 20 years who are the adults of that time going to be mourning uh the only one that i could think of and i think remy you said it in the pre-show was beyonce would kind will people be mourning the passing of kanye will they be mourning jay-z um no <laughs> and, i don't i don't and, agree and yeah, then the, I, the second the second the second part of that is is it possible in this internet age to to have a new legend. Can somebody come out tomorrow and be a legend 20 years from now? So, yeah, first part, you know, will people be mourning our current who we consider legends? I was feeling this. I had a conversation with my wife uh, earlier today, and I was talking about how, maybe to your point, the internet, not such like the internet as far as putting out music or as far as the the um, the ocean of, of content that's out there that you can actually search and get, so I can't... Um, stick on to an artist. I'm constantly inundated with new artists. Not that aspect, but the aspect in that many of these, you know, goats, and I'm thinking about Prince specifically and Michael Jackson um, as well, lived like reclusive lives where they were like not easily seen, not easily um, uh, kept up on. So when they did something, it was always an event. Now with the age of Twitter, Instagram, you have, you know, your favorite celebrity, you know, literally, you know, you can at them, you can actually comment to them, they add back to, 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 to patrons and uh, to supporters, you lose some of that, you know what I'm saying? So maybe some of these giants became giant status just because, you know what I'm saying, they put themselves at a place where they can't be easily um, contacted, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was talking to somebody about, you know, LeBron and, and um, this thing with his um, always feeling like he has to, you know, be the best as 
like the, the the face of Cleveland or say the right thing or something like that because he's so heavily into the media. Michael Jordan didn't have that, you know what I'm saying? So maybe he's great because he just didn't have as many media outlets to, to show, you know, the dashly things that he did that's all, you know, well-documented. I think that maybe we'd have more goats if people would just kind of unplug a little bit and not make themselves so accessible. Stop D'Angelo Russell and dog. Really? Kwame, <laughs> <laughs> what you think? I, I'm a I'm a piggyback off of what uh, uh, Boom was saying and that and, and and take a slight tangent you know what I mean diverge a little bit because I do think that because of the internet age it's a lot easier for us to get access to really really crappy music um, <laughs> and so we just get so true inundated with artists after artists after artists it's just putting out these like one hit, two hit, you know, three hit pop singles, you know what I'm saying? That just kind of dominate the airwaves for a bit. And so it kind of, it kind of sometimes drowns out or suppresses, you know, some legitimately quality work that's, that's getting put out by, you know, legendary artists or an artist who could become legendary if they had, you know what I'm saying? The resources or whatever, the focus, the drive, whatnot. Um, I can't, I'm just trying to think. I'm, I, I guess, going off of numerical sales. I'm just trying to think of people who would be considered legends now and in the future. And so, obviously, on the hip hop and R and B side, you know, you got Jay and Beyonce. Um, I do think that it, when they go, they would be mourned. On the pop side, I'm looking at people like, you know, uh, move who's who's moving units, you know, consistently. Taylor so, Swift. Exactly. Beebs. I was just gonna say. So so Taylor. I don't know. See Biebs. I don't know about Biebs. Biebs is his maybe younger Biebs if he would have kept on that trajectory. But with his kind of bad boy uh, conversion, he's lost a little bit of he's he's lost some of his mojo. But Taylor Swift, like if she continues on her trajectory and her genre, I think, you know, what I'm saying that she would definitely um, definitely be mourned. Um, I was listening to, um, believe it or not, Jimmy Buffett the other day. Like he has, you know, that's a whole nother arena that we don't even venture into, but he has legions of fans, you know what I'm saying? And so if you think on, on that side, like if, uh, what's the name? Oh my goodness. Metallica, the lead singer of Metallica. Is James Is it Hadfield? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? If one of them, if one of them, like, think of that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Elton John. Elton, when, when Elton John goes, I think like Europe's going to shut down. Um, mm. Mm. so like I said, there's whole, like we're specifically looking in hip hop and R and B, but there's whole other genres where we're where you still have people that have been propping up that industry. You know what I'm saying for for decades. Um, and so specifically in in hip hop and R and B, I would say Jay and Beyonce are the clear cut. Um, but there are others out there that that I think could gain that. You know what I'm saying could gain that mantle over time. But to your point, that that, that hip hop and R and B, if you look at the history of those immortalized and in, in those. You know, categories, they all died early. You know what I'm saying? They all had, you know, one, two, three, four albums and they died early. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at the people that actually doing like, I don't know. I think there'll be some reverence. Like if L Cool J died, I think people will feel some sort of way just because people kind of got into hip hop and kind of like in, in, endured this journey because of him. So like, yeah, I don't know. I agree. That's, that's somebody's childhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. Like, like, they, like you lose like a KRS one, like a, um, right. I know, I know personally for me, like, if Diddy would have dropped dead tomorrow, dog, like, I would probably cry, dog. 
Like, I think, like, <laughs> there's something about, like, the character that he brings to, like, uh, that he brought to music and, like, uh, into, like, hip-hop. You did say Diddy, right? Like, Puff Diddy. Daddy? Puff Daddy, though. Really? They're always dan- always dancing in the videos. Yeah. <laughs> always singing on the hooks, dog. Like, yeah, yeah that dude. <laughs> he influenced a lot a lot of our life and what we thought was cool, how the way we dressed. Like a, a lot of exactly. who we are is direct, you know, reflection of who he is and what he did to the game. So boom, you would cry if Cam dropped dead tomorrow? I don't know about Cam, you know what I'm saying? But to, I'm, I might I might I might feel messed up if Diddy died though. I like like to to, to to Remy's point, if Diddy died, I might be like, damn man, so much of my Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, dog. If Cam dropped dead tomorrow, that means Juju was back on the market, fam. Oh, we man. out here. <laughs> we all out here. Chopping Cuban out this joint, man. So boom, you're saying that the, the reclusiveness adds to the mystique to the legend. So does that mean that in the future we will not have legends anymore? I I, I wouldn't say that, man, because um like yesterday Beyonce dropped you know her uh, her video her video album or whatever the Beyonce experience that was Lemonade, um and like that is like I noticed like every time Beyonce drops something it is an event because she is like because she is reclusive in that in that regard you know what I'm saying like there's not a lot of not a lot of Beyonce in the tabloids. There's not a lot of Beyonce, you know, on, on the cover of Us Weekly, you know what I'm saying? It's it's pretty much just, you know, dope music drops and then uh and then, you know So girls wait and, So skirt? Skirt? <laughs> are, are we skirt? Is that a I don't know. That I, I think we should just skirt. <laughs> okay, we'll skirt. Just skirt just skirt, skirt off skirt. of that. Okay. Alright, let me let me let me let me do this. of 25, 30 heterosexual men watching Beyonce last night. Tell us, how was the Beyonce thing? First off, I'm pretty sure it was like 15. But, uh, <laughs> it was all right. Like, I had this thing with Beyonce, though. Like, we all do. I, <laughs> I don't understand, like, what she's trying to, to do. Like, you know, like, like make it, like, make your music. What's like, she's not like a writer. She's not like, she's not like an artist in, in, in my opinion like she's like she's more of a performer whenever she does whenever she drops like these really like uh heady like videos and like um with like all the symbolism and stuff like that i'm just like i can't take this seriously because beyonce's face isn't it but um it was all right she got some she got some tracks on that joint production is up there i gotta say for like the first half of that joint it seemed like her and jay-z were getting a divorce which is why you know (laughs) Which is why, you know, in the intro, you know what I'm saying, I, 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 I'm here for Beyonce. You know, like, like we got you. I just want to make sure everything's all right with you, ma. But, uh, it's a good record. Definitely, I, I wouldn't suggest, you know, getting a title subscription to get on that joint. Like, definitely download that illegally. <laughs> <laughs> but um, give it a, it's, worth, it's worth a listen, though. Well, the, the news came out today that it's going to be on iTunes at midnight tonight. April 24th, 
if you're listening to this on Thursday when I finally put it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you don't have to get on title. You could just wait just a few few hours, a few precious hours. And if it'll if be you can. Yours. Is that title thing working out? Because I, I saw a joint, I read a joint this uh, week where they're talking about what you were talking about, Cannon, about how you purchased tickets to the, uh, to the experience for the Kanye joint. Mm-hmm. And then the album released on title, and they were talking about there was a suit um, against oh, yeah. title because of that. Yeah, they're so suing. Is that is this title thing really really working out? Because like you said, the Beyonce joint coming out Friday, and and the 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 fall from the uh, Kanye kind of fallout. I don't know how this. I like. I don't know how this will work. Like like as a as a like an artist, don't you? Wouldn't you want your stuff to be released everywhere? Like like right. I don't know. Right. I don't know what this exclusivity thing with title is like, and like, like I've listened to like title like music, like I don't hear a difference, <laughs> you know. So, um, so uh, presumably, uh, the artist would get a cut from, uh, would get a greater cut from him and their music released on title, so they would champion for their music to, to only be on this one source, such that they can get a higher percentage of the revenue, but to all of our point, but it's a smaller market. That's what I'm saying to all of our point. I don't think people are going out of their way to get titles for the Kanye album or for the Beyonce album. So it's like... No, you definitely made it an inconvenience at this point. So now I'm going to download it illegally. <laughs> like, mm. That's real. That's real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, shout out to an earlier conversation we had uh, um, where you have all of these... The, the fracture of the media uh, distribution, you know, these streaming agencies um, and all of this competition, all of this exclusive exclusiveness you know what i'm saying for the artists you know which platform i'm going to drop on am i going to drop on all of them or in the case of adele and taylor swift i'm going to in prince i'm going to drop on none of them you know you got to go buy my album at target or something like that i mean the only person i feel like it distant uh disenfranchises is is you know is, is the consumer like i if i can't listen to your music you know on on the on my my uh, outlet of choice, then I'm not going to listen to your music. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't, you know, unfortunately, Remy, this isn't high school or college where I got time to sit down and, and try and queue up some illegal downloads. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm moving on. You know what I'm saying? Like if I can't get your music on in the gym, when I have time to listen to it, I'm not going to listen to it. And I think that's most people. And, and I think, and I think this goes to another topic that we'll have to, we'll have to tackle another time. This topic of exclusivity because this has always been a thing in video games. Do you get the PlayStation or do you get the Xbox or do you get the Super Nintendo or the Genesis? Also, it, it happens in cell phones. Do you get the iPhone or do you get the Android? Because some things are only on iPhone, some things are only on Android. I think it's the same thing. They want you to, they need to have a draw to title. So I'm going to keep this Kanye album on title. I'm going to keep this Beyonce thing on title. It's just that, so many things have become so democratized that when it happens now, it's kind of weird. Well, and the, well, the other thing is, is that there's like if you're choosing between two different cell phones, you know, there are some hardware differences that you can get into that make, you know, what I'm saying allow you to make an easier uh, choice like, OK, I'll sacrifice this. You know, but I'm gaining larger battery life and, and so on and so forth or whatnot. And uh, <clears throat> with the Genesis and, and Nintendo, you know, issue like there were games that like you could clearly distinguish between the two uh, sets of games that each system was was putting out. There was very, very, very little crossover nowadays with 
current video game systems and the current audio streaming uh, services that we have, you get the same exact product, you know, maybe delayed by a week, a month or so. And so it's like you're you're you know, you're hurting no one but yourself by restricting the market as an artist and as a video game developer. Wasn't that the thing that Title was trying to was trying to pull off? Because like, is this supposed to be like higher audio quality? Not only higher audio quality, you're supposed to do like they they had like uh, promotions for like Rock uh, uh, Rock Nation, um, the the uh, Rock uh, what's the joint with the the um, concert series? They had joints where you can win tickets for for the lower, win tickets for free. They had joints where um, they would actually like email you like you know these are some artists you should probably check out based on who you've been listening to. So it wasn't just the exclusivity which was there, you know where they're hanging their head. They have other ventures that would separate them from, you know, your other, your Pandora's, your, you know what I'm saying, um, your other uh, audio choices. But I don't, I think they really, they really took an L on this exclu- exclusivity joint. Like like Kwame said, only the diehard fans would, would be pressed and like, I'm going to get, I have to get title now so I can get Beyonce's record. The marginal fans, you know what I'm saying, the people that, you know, I like Beyonce, but you know what I mean, I just wait till it comes out in two more days or, or I'll buy it so I can play it in my car, get a CD. Like, the marginal fans are, are the ones that's going to be, you know, polarized and forgotten about and ultimately limit your sales. That's my joint. Like, who is a, like, who has time to be a diehard fan nowadays, man? Like, like, like that, you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't, don't shit on the beehive, dog. You yeah, know what I was going to say, the, the, you know the beehive <laughs> fans are crazy, man. Yeah, you know I was actually wondering if we should issue an advisory before we talked about Beyonce so that the Beehive didn't come for our nascent show. It's too late now, though. The Freemasons are definitely uh, listening to the podcast. <laughs> They'll be swooping into your window. There's no such thing as no such thing as bad publicity right now. <laughs> oh, we need to have a death match between the Wu Tang Killer Bees and the Beehive. That's what we need to have. Ooh, maybe Beehive wins, though. Beehive wins. Beehive probably wins. Wu Tang Killer Bees are too busy on that piff. Right, and woo bangers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have three young, professional, smart, black parents here. Like I said, we didn't even try to transition that shit, though. No, I'm not even. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm not fucking with the beehive. Yeah. Um, we got some very smart brothers, like I said, from Howard University. All three of you parents. I am not. I still have all my money. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I would like to go one at a time. Your best black parenting advice from raising your child that you've learned that you can bestow upon others, mostly young scrapper who's about to have his first. So let's start with Remy. Yeah, I, I am a father to two young, young boys, dog. And what I've learned, boys like to get in trouble, dog. And so, like, instead of yelling at them every time they do something, do something wrong, or you know, or, or you know, if you're of the mind, you know, of giving out spankings and stuff like that, I, I I urge you not to do that, and just try to put them in positions where they can't where they can't get into any trouble. You know, what I'm saying like, don't go to like a five star restaurant with your with your five year old boy. He can't sit down. You know, what I'm saying like, don't bring your kid to a movie theater. He can't sit down. Like, instead, maybe bring your kid to like. At a, an amusement park or some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like where they can just run around freely, get into trouble, break stuff, and then you walk away from it like nothing ever happened. <laughs> so they, there you have it. <laughs> That's real. That's true. <laughs> I I have a young 
three-year-old son about to be four in the next couple of months. Um, I think my biggest, you know, pearl of advice, wisdom, would have to be uh, relinquish control and any idea <laughs> that you might be in control or have any control of any situation going forward. Um, I was the parent that, you know what I mean? Because I'm a teacher, you know what I'm saying? So when you plan as a teacher, especially your lesson plans, whatever, you plan for misconceptions. You know what I mean? Like, what if they think this? Then I do this. What if they mess it up and do this? Then I'll do this. So I was that as a parent, and um, I failed miserably. <laughs> every every time I had, like, all my fail-safes, you know, some inconceivable, you know, notion would go through this child's head, and he would execute it <laughs> with, 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 with perfect accuracy. Military precision, Exactly. Though. And then I just sat there like, but I, but I thought I, I, I safeguarded. I just can't, th- I can't think like he thinks. It's just, it's just over. So once you relinquish that control and, and stop trying to, you know what I'm saying, have all these fail safes and have all these plans. If he does this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring that. Just let it happen and then deal with it from there because you'll be less angry and you'll save yourself a, a shitload of time. <laughs> Kwame, what, what's up, man? Man, I, I think I'm going to actually offer some good advice. Um, <laughs> as opposed to send my kids to Disney World to let them wreck stuff and relinquish control while I'm there. Uh, <laughs> I would like to drop a couple of pearls of wisdom if I if I can. Um, I, got, I got three girls, so I'm going to offer three nuggets of advice, you know what I'm saying, for everybody out there, um, ranging from the older to the, to the youngest. For my first word of advice is tuck that spare change away. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and and I'm not talking about, you know what I'm saying, like your normal savings plan or whatever that you may have. I'm talking about, you know what I mean, like you about to drop $4 for a, a venti, you know what I'm saying, caramel macchiato at Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Tuck that $4 away. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will be wishing you had that $4 two days later when your kid is like, I need two bucks for this field trip and two bucks for the lunch that goes along with this. You tuck that spare change away, you save yourself a lot of stress. Next up, structure. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about you got to have a laid out plan like boom was talking about i'm talking about you do the same thing every day you That's know what i mean uh at seven o'clock every day bath time at seven thirty, read a book you in bed by eight i That's guarantee real. you you will not miss a monday night football game ever <laughs> ever they get used to it they know what to do they know the procedure they pretty much put themselves to bed you know what i mean and that goes with everything whether it's breakfast in the morning you know you got two choices you got cereal and you got cereal. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no there's no Waffle House here. You can't get it scattered, covered, and or smothered. You know what I mean? You get cereal or cereal. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Structure. That's, that's advice nugget number two. Advice nugget number three is a little bit more specific. Raisins. What? Raisins. You heard right. You heard right. Raisins. Dried out grapes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, sun-made specifically, although the Target off-brand variety will work as well. Archer Farms. Stay stocked with raisins. Why? You could toss a box at a kid, the little the little mini box joints. Awesome snack. It's not bad for them. It's healthy. Keeps their mouth full so they won't talk. Keeps them distracted <laughs> so they can sit in the car seat. You know what I'm saying? I can drive 20 minutes because they will eat 
one raisin at a time. And the yep. smaller they are, they will bite. You know what I'm saying? They'll take bites instead of popping whole raisins in there. So they last longer. Raisins. And most importantly, they keep them regular. Mm. <laughs> no. Look, you, if you, you ain't had a kid yet. You ain't did parenting yet if you ain't tried to free up a constipated child. <laughs> I'm saying, look. That's how you get them blowouts. That's how the blowouts come through. Listen, you may think I'm playing. It, look, dog, listen. That transition uh, from formula to real food. It's you real. You know what I'm saying? Look, it's real. It's the realest. Look. The real S stuff. Look, man, we go from uh, mud splatters to bricks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? We go from fresh Play-Doh when you open a jar to Play-Doh when you left it out for a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? It's real. It's real. Raisin, son. That's my last little nugget for you. Okay, so let me get this straight. Save your money so you can send your kids to Disney World. Tuck that spare change. So when you get to Disney World, let them wreck the shop. Know that that's about to happen, so you let it happen. Let them wreck the shop at the same time every day. Structure. And then feed them raisins afterwards. Win, win, win. (laughs) Win, win, freaking win right there. Scrap, I hope you're listening and that you could bring us br- bring us your opinion on these next show because this whole Disney World plan sounds like a lock. Yep. <laughs> Dog, I got, you know what I'm saying? Scrap don't know, but I got his wedding gift already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ordered that bulk supply of raisins from BJ's a couple of minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's going to be set for life. <laughs> it's going to be the comedic outpouring of raisins when he opens up his pantry door. Cue the yakety sacks. <laughs> He's gonna be Scrooge McDuckin' in the raisins, son. God, that'd be so gross. The raisins at the bottom of the money bin, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood why my mom had me drink prune juice and eat raisins so much, and now I get it. Yep. Dog. Yeah. Okay. Skirt. I don't know how, but goddamn skirt. <laughs> oh, oh, you knew it was coming, Paul. <laughs> this week, the Black Business of the Week, we're going to give it to our brother Serrano. Next weekend, next Saturday, April 30th, he's got his next installment of the Mixed Plate series. Yeah. It's called Southern Playalistic Cadillac Foodie Music. Mm-hmm. The whole menu is derived off of the classic Outkast album. Mm-hmm. Headland of the Loaf. He's going to have two DJs spinning. Mm-hmm. He's going to have art chefs giving you their creative works. Mm-hmm. And of course, he himself, along with Fat Boy, a.k.a. Dante Gorham, mm-hmm. is going to be serving up the most delicious foods, probably with the side of the goddamn sauce. Mm-hmm. This is happening in L.A., East 7th Street, Los Angeles, 90021. Go ahead, get your tickets at barnesproductionevents.com. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that Serrano brings that that mixed plate series over to the East Coast because I'm hungry. Yo, no, right. we need it. So, hey, the sauce is so mm-hmm. good, it gives you the uh, the Rico Wade, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kwame, you were you were trying to push the sauce in North Carolina. How how is that helping? Uh, I mean, we 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 got to holler at um, you know, what I'm saying our boy Vaughn. You know, what I'm saying Vaughn D. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a hit wherever we move it. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
you just got to get it out to the masses and then have uh, an avenue for them to, you know, procure their own. You know what I'm saying? So like I was telling, I was telling Serrano that, you know what I'm saying? We need to, you know, get some wings out here. You know what I'm saying? Get these sauces out here. Let the people try it. And then put a couple iPads up. So let them place their orders or leave their contact information. If they, you know what I'm saying? Let, let him get a distribution list out here. You know what I'm saying? You know, we need, he needs to get that $5 Amazon re-up button. You know what I'm saying? For that GDS. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So question for you guys. Does it keep your kids regular like raisins do? Definitely did. <laughs> it definitely would not, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, it goes on everything. You know what I'm saying? So. It goes on raisins. Oh, yeah. Spicy, uh, like, spicy like, raisins. I can't, I can't front. I just ran out, dog, and I, I cried. <laughs> you it, didn't it, cry. It, you didn't cry because Prince <laughs> I didn't cry for Prince. I didn't cry for Prince. I cried because I, I cried because I was at a goddamn sauce, dog. <laughs> I'm going to take it a step further, you know what I'm saying? I actually got in an altercation with my wife, and I was like, you know, you're using a lot of sauce on the tofu. <laughs> we got we got wings over here. I got some chicken, uh, you know what I'm saying, breast. I was going to use this joint on. Can't be wasting all the sauce on this damn tofu. And if you're, if you're out there, you're listening, you're avid, you know what I'm saying, tofu, you know what I'm saying, eat it, that's in your diet, you know how much, you know, work and flavor that needs to be, you know what I mean, edible. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that my wife was bathing, you know, tofu squares in in in, uh, in GDS made me very upset, and I felt like she needs to buy her own bottle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, dog. What's yours is mine. What's mine's is yours, man. <laughs> Till it comes to saying, the GDS. She wastes, like, she wastes like half the bottle on some goddamn tofu. I'm like, come on, cuz. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's uh, it's grilling season, dog. You know what I'm saying? This ain't baby raised. This ain't baby raised, man. Use that baby raised on the tofu. We got GDS for for our real protein out there. I, I I pulled the cover off the grill the other day, man. Got the got the chicken on the low ready. I just need to re up my GDS and excuse me for preferring the LDS as well. You know what I'm saying? I need that light citrus. You know what I mean? Uh, so that that pineapple ginger experience, ex- though. Exactly, that's your, son. Exactly. Hit, on all fronts. I told Serrano that. I actually prefer the LDS on my barbecue chicken wings. You know, slather it up in the wings, toss that on the grill. When it when the fire hits it, it caramelizes the sugars from the LDS onto the wings. It gives them a nice crispy skin on the outside. It, it works beautifully. That's why you gotta mix both of them joints and it comes together like Voltron. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn light damn sauce. Trying to tell you, try it out, man. I'm trying to tell you, Voltron. Oh, we about to we about okay. to get it because uh, what is it? Memorial weekend is coming up. You know what mm. I mean? Like I got, mm. I got uh, my briskets on order. You, that's right. Oh. You heard plural, son. Did you mm. did you hear that plural? <laughs> I said briskets. You know what I'm saying, got Why them. Why don't you just order. have cows, Kwame? Dog, if I could, son, if I could have a cow currently, you know what I'm saying, that I could grab a slab from, uh, <laughs> free ranging in my backyard, uh, I'd be all over it. But the girls might be a little uh, disenchanted with the understanding of where their meat is coming from. Pause. Pause, please. Pause. Pause indeed. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't tofu. I can't. They, I'm sure they'd be more than happy to go out back and smash some soybeans together and bring it inside and fry it up. Uh, but when it comes to the ribs that my daughter, my oldest daughter, you know what I'm saying? She'll get down on a rib or two. But uh, she finds out where it comes from, let alone veal. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Oh. No. You know what I'm saying? And I, I keep it real. You keep oh, it real. You can't you can't slaughter the you can't slaughter the little lambs in front of the kids, man. Oh dog, she loves lamb chops too. <laughs> Son, 
lamb chops would get it. Little does she know that lamb chop was singing the song that never ends exactly. just hours before it hit her plate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of singing, Skirt. every week we talk about music because it means a lot to us. It's actually why Jive is a part of it. Music informs a lot of our opinions and, and our moods when it comes into other topics like politics, like current events, geopolitical happenings. So every week we talk about what we're listening to. So this week let's start with Kwame. What what you been listening to? You know, I've been I've been on this hunt to to create, you know what I'm saying, the Wu Tang tournament, putting up classic albums of various uh Wu Tang artists up against each other trying to, to empirically derive which one was, you know, would emerge the champion. Cabadonna. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He, he's that. He's that, that Stephen. He's that Stephen F. Austin of the bunch, man. You don't know. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Never know what that kid. Exactly. You know what I mean? That Weber State special. <laughs> but um, so currently, I've been going back and forth. I've been listening to Iron Man. What the fuck? I got the loose eyes. Word to God, let's get it on. Clap your heels three times. Grab the magic wand. Nameless these and, uh, cash Oh, dog. Uh, I just blanked on um, Old Dirty Bastards' first album. The one with Return the... to the 36. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm the one man on me, they showing. I never been tooken out. I keep MCs looking out. I drop signs like Crosby dropping babies. Enough to make a nigga go crazy. So I've been going back and forth on those, trying to, trying to determine which one I prefer before I turn it over to, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the group to, to, to vote on it because... Ghost, ghosts. I mean, I, I'm not gonna to to filibuster here much longer, but I, I have an issue sometimes with with Ghost and the way he just oh, God. He, he he gets on his um he gets Fuck. on his tangents where he just he just like every other song is like about how this girl did him wrong. It's like I can only take so many of those in an album. Um, I don't know if we're friends anymore. Like to be honest with you, like. <laughs> I can't sit here passively and let you <laughs> and let you destroy everything that I hold dear. You know what I'm saying? Look, like, look, only like like the return to the 36 though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been a I've always been an ODB fan. Like, probably way more than I should be. Like, way more than is logical. Uh, so that's that's why I've been kind of going back and forth from those. That's that's what I'm listening to though right now. I can't. Look, our ideologies differ, you know what I'm saying? Boom. You know what I mean? I can't I'm not gonna sit here in front and pretend that like uh Ghost is 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 is, is up there in my, my preferred weekend. Alright then listening. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what I'm listening to now because <laughs> I think we need to we need to move on. Uh actually I was I was researching another uh maybe possible topic in the future and that was uh, the best ghostwriter of all time. Um or it was kind of name that uh, name the ghostwriter. Kind of list a couple of songs to see if you knew who ghost uh, wrote them. And um, it actually spurred. I was in the grip listening to Small Cameron as I normally do. And um, <laughs> there was there was a Cameron rhyme. You know what I'm saying? Gabe Gabe Killer Mad Dog ghostwriter for assholes. Wanna use my brain to give Killer Mad Dog? It's all good. Increase Killer cash flow. Increase my fame. That's why Killer smash hoes. So I started researching to whom, you know, goes to whom uh, Cam, you know, wrote for it. And um, the list isn't very long, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wonder, I wonder so, why that is. 
And so <laughs> I've come to the I come to the conclusion that it's probably he's probably speaking on um, Mace. Bethel. And I started researching the Mace and the Cameron beef. And then I got into it like a, a deep, deep, deep wormhole that was all Harlem, Big L, you know, um, McGruff. Uh, wow, loon tracks. No, I mean like it was, it was, it was <laughs> like it's crazy. Like I, I listen to I listen to maybe you know what I mean eight is enough and like hey yo folks who put what I broke get choke they better surrender before you get smoked you niggas be thinking this kid is a joke I put jumps to rest fast when my smith west blast so just dash or trespass to get your chest smashed rap New York. a lot of joints like not even not even just joints but like you know interviews and freestyle joints you know talking about Big L supposed to be gonna be signed to uh, to Rockefeller you know uh, before uh, he passed you know what I mean Children of the Corn was about to pop off, you know what I'm saying, before he passed. And all this joint, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I got a lot of lot of old, you know, nineteen ninety six through nineteen ninety eight Harlem going on right now. Mm. It's not a bad thing. No, no, not at <laughs> it's all. It's a wonderful thing. Remy, what you been listening to? Man, Prince Dog, what else, man? But besides Beyonce, actually. <laughs> besides Beyonce, man. Really it's been really it's just been uh just Prince tracks though, like um I'm a guitar like head now, I guess, and it's just been a lot of you know just watching watching the the artist, you know what I'm saying, work, work his magic on on that six string dog. And like I try to learn uh, how to play uh, "Kiss" by Prince. That's not a that's not a Sunday morning affair, dog. That's definitely like a week's worth of work. <laughs> so shout out to you know, say pulling out for for your for the for the purple rain dawn. You know what I mean? Like like he, like we really lost like uh, an artist. You know what I'm saying this week, man. What you got, Kenny? Uh, on my end, I finally popped in that Jay Dilla the Diary album. Mm. Jay Dilla is not necessarily the best lyricist. Let's put it that way. Nah, 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 nah. But but what he brings, I find, is that he brings a certain energy when he raps. And, you know, when you listen to tracks like Fuck the Police. Feel it. On the count of three, say fuck the police. One, two, three, fuck the police. Yeah, fuck them. Applaud any nigga. Damn right, I'm he's not really saying anything revolutionary or really even that dope but the way he brings it his energy to it the the emotion that he brings to it and that's this it's not just that track it's all the other tracks on that album that he's just he, he's just having fun and he's bringing such a energy to it that that's another legend that we're missing way too soon till this day yeah real yeah. so that diary album is is pretty good and shout out to Nas who worked with Jay Dilla's mom to release that album and I, I think he released it in its original form it was an album that was supposed to come out dope and then Dilla passed so Nas and Ma Dukes worked to restore it and there's no dope. additional production on it There there's dope. no uh, what was that nah, what was that Biggie joint uh, um, the, uh, not the duets, no. Yeah, the duets. Yes, there's no Biggie duets here. Just the Roy tracks. McNasty filth dog. Exactly, and he shouts <laughs> out McNasty a lot. By the way, Dilla really loved him some Frank and Dank, which I don't get, but maybe that's just a Detroit thing. 
We'll, we'll have so, to have a Detroit representative tell us about that Dylan Frank and Dank relationship because I don't get dog, it. Real. McNasty Phil drops right now, so I'm going straight to a strip club, dog. <laughs> I also have been informed that maybe I should listen to the Beyonce album by it's somebody. A, it's legit. I, I listened, legit, some, somebody close to me told me that I should listen to it because it's okay. <laughs> so if you can, I, I trust their musical opinion. If you can all sit up here and blast me for for trying to get me on freeway, I think you, the least you could do, you know what I'm saying, is like enter the beehive for a minute. No, no, Kwame, you don't understand. I paid for tickets to Made in America, and I walked out when Beyonce started performing. Why? 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 Be- because my feet hurt, and I did not want to hear any Beyonce songs. I, 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 I don't need to ring the alarm, dog. Oh, I'm about to ring the alarm because it's nine oh one. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well then, for this week for Defcon Jive, this is your boy Cannon. It's your boy Quams, no AKAs. It's your boy Don Fon Don, boy. Got a K cup. It's your boy the Thought Whisperer, Jay Remy, but we out here. We out of here to watch Game of Thrones. Peace. Shout out the boy. See, this is what I'm talking about. What, what is that? I'm trying to fix my mic setup. My bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bone Bo just did the DDT on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's because I, I, I copped a filter and the filter doesn't fit my mic joint. So I have, to have like I have two different stands. I have a filter stand and I have a mic stand and shit. <laughs> Nah, you got the mic and the phone Nelson is what you're doing. Right. Yeah, the Cobra Clutch, dog. Let's get this thing going, man. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. <laughs>